Welcome back to another edition of the Florida Keys Weekly Podcast. I'm Brett Myers, your favorite host. And if I'm not, you can lie to me. Uh, we're glad to have you back. And for our listeners out there, WKWF FM 103.3, thank you. AM 1600, all of you early listeners, Saturday, Sunday mornings, 7 a.m. Thanks for getting up early and uh, having your coffee and enjoying this podcast or show on the radio in your case. And we have a great guest today. He's a return guest here on the Florida Keys Weekly Podcast here at the Keys Weekly headquarters in Key West. Uh, we have a returning guest who is the one and only. And, and before I say his name, when you go to a show or a festival, a music festival, one of my favorite things to do in life, and sometimes you get VIP backstage passes and stuff like that. I hope I get some coming up. Uh, that's that's a blatant pitch. Uh, but sometimes you're looking at, you know, your VIP or you're not and you're peeking back there and you're like, man, I wish I could get back there and hang out and see some of these stars. And really, I'm always like, get some free drinks, that kind of stuff. But when you look back there, there's always this one dude, right? Or woman, this woman or a dude, and they're like important. And they're not one of the musicians. They're not like the star, but the stars are all hanging around them, the musicians, and people are running around, and they're pointing like, go that way and go get this for me, and you do this. And you're like, man, that dude is cool. I wish I, wish I did that. And they make it look easy. And there's, and that's usually the uh, the person putting the festival together, the person, the company, the, the head honcho, so to speak. And we've had that head honcho on the show before. He does many a show across the country with every name you could possibly think of. In fact, he's brought some of the biggest and some of my most favorite names uh, and and not just on the downward or in the middle, up and comers uh, in the music industry to Key West over the last few years. And that is none other than Kyle Carter, who has put together Mile Zero Fest that we're all familiar with is coming up. He's also got two other festivals coming up. Uh, I don't know. First thing we're going to talk about before Kyle comes in and says hello is how in the hell do you do three festivals? Because in Key West, I hear one person doing one festival and some of the best of the best. And they're like, it's hard to do. We got to get staff. We need time. We got artists. We got to get seating. We got to get trucks in here in the rain and this that's one festival. He's got three. So we have Kyle Carter coming on right now, putting together Rock Island Fest with such names as Sticks, Tesla, Loverboy, 38 Special, Queensryche, and many more. And then immediately after that January 17th to 21st show, January 24th, we'll talk about, and 28th, one of my favorite things of all time, Mile Zero Fest with the Red Dirt Bands. Uh, there's, there's always names I don't recognize. We'll talk about that. And then a year later, uh, they're the biggest people in the business. And then there's people I do recognize, of course, as well. That's why I love that festival. And then... If you want to move on to January 31st, just after <laughs> Mile Zero Fest, we will be talking about the Key West, our Key Western Fest, Key Western Fest, and those are all names you'll recognize as we talk about Clint Black, Sarah Evans, the Oak Ridge Boys, Clay Walker, Sawyer Brown, uh, Dina Carter, and so many more. So without further ado, let's talk about the man when you're peering back there and wish you were him, none other than my man, Kyle Carter. Kyle, good to have you back. Great, great to be here, and I'll tell you why those people want to be close, because you're the one that writes the check. So you are definitely cool if you're paying the balance. I like it. Now, can people hear the first question? Listeners, Kyle, just heard, uh, and hopefully they remember you from the last time you came on the show. We had a yeah. fun show. Michael Kirk was here, yeah. and we talked about all things, your background, your history out of Oklahoma and Red Dirt. Uh, you're from the same hometown as Garth Brooks, had a big influence on you, and then you started bringing up guys and, and women who play some music that uh, maybe wasn't quite so mainstream then, and now Red Dirt and Outlaw Country and all this is it's, it's where it's at. Everyone knows it. It's grown a lot. Obviously, uh, Mile Zero Fest was our first child here, and uh, 
uh, it has uh, taught us a lot. We've learned a whole lot about the city. Um, and you mentioned earlier, how do you do three festivals? And the simple answer is with really fantastic people. We have a large, large group of people that come in for the shows. Uh, you know, Oak Productions and Key Music Festivals, two companies that own these three festivals, are made up of a half a dozen people completely. Six people that work, a com- you know, all year round for the festivals, for the, for the companies that manage the festivals. But the when it comes to the week before the three weeks this year during festival and the week after we're talking a couple hundred people. It's it's a circus. It's amazing. It is between between uh, stage, light, sound, production, service, um, all the vendors, uh, on and on and on. Of course, our magical on island partners for all the hotels. These festivals are what we call a destination boutique festival. So Mm -hmm. we take care of all kinds of things. We're going to not only sell you your pass, it's a full VIP experience. We handle your accommodations. We handle your excursions with Fury Water Adventures. We, you know, you want to, I jokingly say, if you want a key lime pie in your refrigerator and a golf cart in your garage, when you show up, we can do that. And so (laughs) we're, we are, certainly catering to a group of people that are a crazy about music and B who really understand that, um, it's an experience. It's a whole lot more than a show. It's not a one night show. It's three and four and five nights of shows. It's not a band. It's 20 and 30 mile zero fest is 60 plus bands. So the, this three week period, we're going to bring in about 120 bands in and out of the city, which the great thing is Key West is so cheap on hotels. Oh yeah. Yeah. uh, That is nice. But no, I mean, again, we are catering to people who, uh, this is their vacation. This is a big vacation for them. And they, mile zero fest people. There's a boatload of them that are coming into their sixth year here. And so they always come, they always come. We're, 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 we're building families of music fans and uh, and we're catering to what they want and we're thrilled to do it. Well, you're breaking the mold because the, the old ad, the, the old kind of you, to do a show in Key West, you need to do it when it's not in season or in season now, cooler weather. That's when people are here anyways. But when you do a show, they still, I mean, Mile Zero, I, I've literally looked around. We may have talked about this on the last show. I'll step back because I'm interested in this stuff yeah. and start looking around and talking to people. And sometimes Kyle does let me sneak back in the back for a minute and and he's like, only get one drink, Brett, and then out of here. And uh, but no, but I, I ask people, I'm like, where are you from? And it's all over the place. And a lot of a lot of Texas and a lot of Oklahoma, yep. even the Northeast. It doesn't matter. It's amazing how many people fly in for these shows. So that's mile zero. We'll talk about that. Um, you having three shows with so many employees, it's got to be so difficult. It makes this podcast difficult because I want to dedicate this show to like one of these concerts. We need to talk about all three. So let's yeah. dig into them a little bit. Yeah, you bet. And I wanted to ask you how similar maybe some of these are to Mile Zero, which I'm familiar with. I know you do shows all over the country. You got a lot going on in Oklahoma right now. It's not just here. You're a Key West guy. Make yep. sure everyone knows that. Local guy. And we'll talk about a company you have here and some other things you'll be doing. But let's start with the first show that's coming up. January 17th through the 21st. That's Rock Island Fest. Um, And so as our listeners kind of tune in here with Kyle Carter, you're going to hear three totally different shows, three totally different kinds of bands, all with recognizable names. So if you're local, you can't go wrong here. You got such a mix. I mean, you can go down one week and the next four days later in a totally different show, totally different experience. But I know the amphitheater is going to, is it going to be similar to the look we've seen at Mile Zero? Um, Do we have apps involved in this? Tell us a little bit about that. Great great question. So we definitely always have a festival app, especially whenever you're talking 20 and 30 bands and you're talking multiple stages. Um, You know, we do 
tiki's on the water around the stage at sunset pier so there's a lot going on every single uh festival so you can download the app uh rock island rok rock island fest uh dot com of course you can access uh, just about any piece of information you'd want to know but rock special to us uh, my partner dave ginky does rock Oklahoma and has for 17 years and and he's really the driving force behind mm-hmm. the, this particular lineup because he's he had them in 2007 2008 and and they they love him and we love to have him here i uh, i say not even jokingly but regardless if you grew up in iowa or new jersey or la if you in if you were born somewhere between the year 60 and 90 Mm -hmm. you know sticks and tesla and 38 special and lover boy i grew up in yukon oklahoma in wheat fields and and i knew who these bands were i knew these songs and so and you're young you're like 17 years old kyle that's crazy so that's uh, (laughs) although i will say don't you think that i don't want to i don't want to stop where you're going here but yeah. I feel like a lot of the younger generation now this is kind of reemerged and you pro- you guys probably have a lot to do with that but you show up with some people if you're younger in the 20s age or maybe early 30s you listen to these bands we know every word to every one of these songs right. they're going to be playing that's what makes it so fun right yeah, no we'll doubt. talk about the other shows but when you walk out there you could just walk in the middle and you're like oh I know that song I bet I know who sang it now that you don't know who sang it they're right there they're singing it right now how cool is that which is crazy too because it's one of those concerts you'll go to where you're like oh, I forgot this song yeah. I did. Oh, this was 38 special, those kinds of things. And so, and uh, as you well know, these festivals have fans that really know the music. They mm-hmm. really, really know the music. And the magical thing about music is it takes you back to a place in time. It's like a smell of a food or, you know, a memory. Prom and, night. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. The back of the car, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Right? There's certainly been some babies made to this stuff. We've got the radio no crowd, doubt. Kyle. we got to be careful. I have to get oh, Mason wait. over here to edit stuff out. Okay. But, uh, but no, you're right. You hear them, you know the words. Um, and you got to think that, and I might just be shooting from the hip here, but I got to imagine most of these guys and these bands don't really have to keep playing. They're doing it because they still love it. So there's a lot of passion there. They're getting up there and having fun still. It's got to be a great. It's a great point because no, they don't need to be playing anymore. They do it because they truly love music and, uh, and still high energy, still fantastic shows. All right. So that one uh, probably doesn't need next week. much more promos it's next, next week. week. So yeah. we're going to get this uh, podcast hopefully up in a couple days here for our listeners. As you hear this, that one's January 17th, 21st. That's right. Rock Island Fest. If you uh, again, Sticks, Tesla, Lover Boy. The name goes on. Oh. Still, we we'll still have tickets. You okay. can still buy a four day pass and go to every single night, or you can go a single day pass. You can go online, RockIslandFest.com, and buy. You can uh, call the box office, go to the website, and because I don't have the number memorized, I'm sorry. Don't kill me, girls. Um, and uh, download the app. You can buy from there as well. But you could also just for free look through the app and see if you like it. Or of course, day of show, you can walk straight up to the box office, pay cash or card. So now the, the really cool thing about the app. Now, if you if you go to other cities, a lot of us in Key West are insulated. I, I still am one of those guys that will travel somewhere for music, every, you know, and I'll find an app. And I used to be against it. Even with my kids at Disney, I'm like, ah, an app. You get an app for something now. It's like, hey, oh, yeah. uh, there's a special going on. Weather's coming in. Something's changed here. Yep. Good news going on here. You might want to come check this out. Oh, and, and by the way, Rock Island Fest, with that app going on, how many different places will they be? Like, what? how many venues do you have? Uh, just for- a few. It's not quite as robust as Mile Zero yet. Still okay. a baby, just in 
second year. And uh, so Amphitheater, San Carlos for some special parties, Suns, uh, Ocean Key, Sunset Pier. Um, and we have our kickoff night on Tuesday the 17th, which is not for purchase. That's already sold out. That is at the Sunset Green. So, All right. So everything else on that uh, for sale, you can still go online now. Yep. And whatever level, you can still purchase. Yep. Okay. Yep. Good deal. Now, let's talk about one that most people know as a household name, not just here in Key West, but across the country now, Mile Zero Fest. Um, names that are all over my radio. I listen to Outlaw Country on, on XM and every other station. I'm a Red Dirt fan just yep. because I'm an old school country fan and I never thought I'd see the day where uh, Merle and and Willie and some other, you know, whoever it might be, Johnny Cash, we started kind of seeing the roots of country and Red Dirt kind of come back with these young people. And now I feel like Yellowstone maybe follows you around and says, hey, uh, can you give us some of your people? Because I feel like yes. Yellowstone's starting to use all your people, Kyle, when we watch that show. But let's talk about Mile Zero Fest, the names yeah. that are coming in this year. And, and, that, and that that's just incredible. If you don't know Mile Zero Fest, or if you haven't been to it, uh, this is what this is one of those you just can't miss. Uh, it's January 24th through the 28th. Pat Green, Randy Rogers Band, Morgan Wade's coming back. We have Shane Smith and the Saints, uh, American Aquarium, Wade Bowen's coming back, and uh, so many more. Um, if you recognize, again, make this point. If you recognize those names, great. If you don't, you will. I mean, and, and yeah. most of them you probably already start to recognize now as a casual music fan. But if you don't, you will hear much, much more of these names when they come here. And those people, when they're here, that crowd's a different kind of crowd. They come in from all over, and it's kind of lack of a better example, there's kind of a Grateful Dead type following. I mean, a cult follow, people cult, just follow yeah. these people around all over, and it's just a great, fun time when all these people show up in town. So that's January 24th, 28th. Kyle, tell us a little a little bit about Mile Zero Fest uh, at MileZeroFest.com this year. Yeah, so we're coming into our sixth year, which is hard to believe, but this is a show that, uh, that like most first-year festivals, the majority of the people on the island said, well, I don't know any of these bands. I, I'm, you know, uh, that's going to, you're having a tough time selling it. And uh, it just immediately resonated with people. Uh, as you said earlier, it's January, especially where the majority of these fan uh, these fans live is the Midwest. It's mm-hmm. Oklahoma and Texas and Kansas and Missouri. It was certainly then. Now five years, six years <laughs> later, as you said, the Yellowstone the Yellowstone effect. Yeah. Uh, it's putting some of these bands on the map, and we're thrilled to see it. And I uh, not yeah right not for nothing, but we uh, we. I've tried to reach out to Taylor Sheridan and said, hey, man, you guys are playing our soundtrack. Why don't you get the crew to come to Key West and, you know, we could do an episode. Film so, a scene, yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I think it would be amazing, right? The, maybe they could just ride their horses here yeah. from uh, from the great state of Wyoming, Montana. Where is it? Well, it's, it's based in uh, Montana, right? I mean, I know Yellowstone, yeah, West Yellowstone in Montana runs right. down in Wyoming. I used to live out yeah, there, so I'm going to be I grilled if I don't know this, but I think it's I think it's based in Montana. I believe that's what it is. So We're going to go with uh, Montana, Alex. There you go. I like it. It's all the same. I mean, yeah. come on. There's eight people that live in both states. Yeah. Uh, and I say that with love. I have a lot, I went to college yes. there. I have a lot of friends out there still. So if, if Sheridan's listening, a lot of love there. And uh, we'll take you in Key West. But this... 
in all seriousness, Mile Zero, um, you know, the names you've had over the years, and yeah. it, it just speaks for itself. I didn't you think said it, you said it a little bit earlier, and so we had that first year, and uh, you know, at the time, Cody Jinks wasn't that well known, and then mm-hmm. absolutely explodes. The next year, we had Tyler Childers, and oh man, he was kind of starting to get known, and then absolutely explodes. And so, you know, look, we would love to have those kind of people back, but what happens is they become a much larger number. We can't sell 20,000 tickets in Key West and afford, you know, the, the talent fees that they get and deserve. So, yeah, we get them on the way up, and that's super exciting. But isn't that what, I mean, in my opinion, and I do, I have met, and I can't wait to see, I've gotten to be friends with some of the people who travel yep. with Mile Zero and come back, and I can't wait to see them as they come back into town. Yep. They do podcasts and shows and everything else. And, and uh, but I think, you know, I'm not, so I'm not just saying this based on a hunch. I really feel like that's what people love. Like, yeah, we, you had Childress come play and Tyler was here, but like, I don't think the expectation is to keep getting big names. It's you get that chance to see that man or woman right on the pinnacle, right there at the edge before they yep. blow up. And then, you know, it's going to kind of reset and here's the next big one coming in. And you guys, I don't know how you do that. I mean, I know you can say, well, that person might be big, but it just seems like every time someone comes in within about a year or so, there they are all over the place. Yeah. And I think it's a, it's <clears throat> There's many factors involved that, that, that kind of make it that way. We certainly do start to see them ticking up. We start to see their socials ticking up. We start to see them getting involved with more people. They make it to a larger agency. We know the agency comes with bigger management, et cetera. But, you know, to tack onto the fact that you've got all these super awesome core fans, and if you follow our socials, especially with Mile Zero Fest, it is, it's not something you can organized. It's not something you can pay for. It's not something you can ask for. It just has to organically happen. Mm -hmm. These people are constantly doing things together online and then meeting in any number of cities across the United States and beyond because of their Mile Zero Fest family. So Mm -hmm. we're just thrilled that that's happening. But on top of that, now that it's coming into its sixth year, we have a lot of people who live here and up the Keys who say, I come to Mile Zero Fest and I didn't know any of the bands, but they're awesome. Yeah. They're all true and original. And, and, you know, it's this awesome vibe. Everybody's thrilled to be there singing and dancing and, and vibing. And and so um, I'm pretty proud of that. You know, we still all of these shows that we do are very much marketed to. And uh, our intention is to have a destination festival by people uh, outside outside of county, majority of them outside the state. You said about how many different people, right, uh, that you talk to from different places. We sell a pass in every state in the United States for Mile Zero Fest and a few different countries. And so that's that's amazing to see. But also, I think, you know, we want a little bit of local love, too. We want some respect from the locals. And we and we've started to get that because they start to see, number one, these are great bands. Number two, these are great fans. They spend money and they tip well, and that's what we're looking for. We have a huge uh, amount of help from TDC, um, Monroe County uh, Tourism and Development Council uh, funds us, and we use that money to spread the gospel of Key West. And once people come to Key West, why? Well, you're, you're, putting, you're putting heads in beds as the TDC likes, and yeah. they're coming from all over the place, and it's very tangible. You can very, very much so track it. Um, I can't wait. So you have Mile Zero Fest. It's one, of, and, and I will say too, uh, and and a lot of love and respect for uh, Ram's head. You know, I call him yeah. a competitor of yours, but y'all are friends and, you know, and, and everyone 100%. plays well together. Um, 
I really feel like Key West is becoming, maybe we should have led with this somewhat too, is really becoming Music Town USA in a different way. It may not be Athens, Georgia. It may not be Seattle. It may not be Austin, but we're starting to see this thing happen um, with Ram's Head coming in. Now you doing what you've been doing for the um, last four or five years now yeah. um, here in Key West and the different kind of names you bring in. So I preface that to say that to say when you go to the amphitheater for your show, particularly Mile Zero, it's a different kind of experience, which I love. It's, it's nothing against another one. It makes one better or worse. But yours is a really unique experience. There's different kind of tents and VIPs, merchandise, food. <clears throat> you really kind of go into it. And, and so I say that I hear a lot of locals who come and say, oh, I didn't know. That was different. You know, that was different how that was. Yeah. I, I got to get back to that. And I feel like every year you probably see more of a local crowd show up because they realize what an experience do, yeah. that is. Yeah, and I'm, yeah, right. So Ramstead does an amazing job. Um, Kelly and Bill and Kyle and that whole group, uh, Carolyn G and on and on. Oh, you know, what an awesome town to live in because it's awesome. I love to go to the amphitheater and see a Ramshead show because I don't have to do anything, right? <laughs> you just now, laugh at I Kelly, idiot out in the stands right yeah. and uh, and have a few extra drinks that night and not worry about whether or not everything's running perfectly but all joking aside we our models are very different um and maybe we can talk about that uh, on the other side of the break we got do we need to break no no we're not oh, breaking no, no. A, you don't get a break okay, kyle great. this is no there's no union here dude <laughs> <laughs> damn it I was, you no. just have to drink your bourbon That's i was it. gonna say this uh this eagle rare is pretty fantastic eagle rare better pay up if we're gonna talk about them i need right. sponsors for this show yeah, yeah. so come on eagle rare well so yeah w- right one of the biggest differences between us and Ramshead is this is the type of um, event that we're doing. We're doing four and five full days, eight, nine hours a day at the amphitheater. And so we can take a certain amount of the budget and set up this massive production, mm-hmm. really big sound and light, really big video, really big um, experiences. When you come to the amphitheater and see a one night show, there's just no way you could lay out the way we do because it would take it takes you days to set it up but when you come to an Wook show or, or a key music festival show when you come to any three of these festivals uh-huh. it's a circus <laughs> I mean there are five or six different food vendors there's 20 different trinkets vendors there's all kinds of art there's experiences you can go to Uncle Becca and get your un- inappropriate trucker hat made you can play cornhole you can yeah. every single the, of course the platinums and the golds they have their own bars and there's just all kinds of cool stuff going on. And, uh, and we take a lot of pride in people recognizing, like you said, this doesn't look like it normally looks. Right. This looks like a fair. And it looks like so, a crazy guy puts it on. It's what right. it is. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, we're a bit carny. Yeah. So you know? speaking of which, we have Kyle Carter, uh, Key West Weekly, uh, Keys Weekly Podcast, Florida Keys Weekly. What do we call it now, Mason? Florida Keys. I've only been doing this for a year now. Florida <laughs> Keys Weekly Podcast. Um, Drink and, Eagle Rare. So and Kyle's got three shows. We've gotten through two. And they're all mm-hmm. fun to talk about. So you're, you guys listening are in on this ride now. Let's talk about the third I one. Wanna, I want to real quick. I yeah. want to tack on to Mile Zero. We, in years past, pre-COVID, this was a sellout pretty quickly. You know, in two and three. Uh, in in 19 and 20 um a little different now people still are uh affected whether or not they want to get out into it and uh, whether or not they've been uh, you know financially affected but right mile zero fest is currently still on sale we do have four days single day passes so if you've been thinking about it and just haven't done it we do still have passes the vip experiences are all sold out but 
you know the lawn out there uh the the sunset or the at the, the coffee butler amphitheater yeah. there's just not a bad spot there's not we um i'll take that i mean and and i'll i've sat in many a seats but i love sitting back there in the lawn it's not yeah. you know you think about it i'm from the atlanta area i grew up in the lakewood uh, amphitheater and now you know, it was high five it's whatever name it is now corporate name it's got a huge lawn it's still a great place yeah but you get up in the lawn sometimes and it's you sit up there and hang out but i'm kind of back there trying to make i'm squinting with one eye type till key yeah. west it's just not a bad seat you're right there great little amphitheater yeah and, yeah and there's not really like a bad side seat and that's the cool thing too i mean you, no. you um, and yeah. we lay it out to where we know sight lines are good again that's having my partner dave ginky is uh, and his wife sharon they're just they're pros you know yeah i get a lot of credit for what a lot of people do and i typically try to say well thanks but you know that's this team member or that team member and and quite literally there's 50 that we could make a whole show out of that that make our shows magic you, you can feel it and i was i was about to move on you pulled us back into mile zero. Uh, so I'll say this and, and probably I take it for granted because I love mile zero and most people I know that are music people down here love mile zero. So I kind of just figure everyone knows about it and I want to give the other two shows the love. But if you don't know about it, and particularly if you're local, we have a lot of out of county and out of state listeners on this in spite of me for some reason on this podcast now. <laughs> but if you're local and you haven't been to it, it's just you can't miss. I mean, we, we throw that's that term's used too loosely sometimes. This is a can't-miss event. The app is great, so you can go in there at uh, yep. milezerofest.com. That's zero with the number zero. Yep. Um, so milezero, numberzerofest.com. See the lineups, look at the passes, get the app. You can't go wrong. It's a can't-miss. And I, even down from your staff having a good time, I remember last year at it, Oh, I guess this happens periodically over the weekend or over the, over the course of the 24th and 28th, in this case, of January. The musicians keep coming out and playing together. You know, these are all big names and people, and all of a sudden they'll just come out and start jamming together. And I'm, oh, like, I'm like, wow, what's happening here? And you're like, is that, was that planned? Is that really happening? Do I, do I have to pay extra for this? It's just so cool. Normally with musicians, they are wanting to come in, tell me when I'm arriving and loading and checking, tell me when I need to back five minutes before I play. I play, I go back to the bus, and we leave at 4 a.m., city to city to city uh these musicians don't want to leave key west i mean of course who wants to leave key west and so what we've been able to do is is say okay you guys want to stick around and uh we'd love to have you stick around and so they'll end up staying two and three and four and five days and they'll play multiple times you'll find them at rick's at three these are huge artists yeah these are artists pat green's been a huge artist for 20 years 25 years and you'll find him at at Dirty's at 3 a.m. doing karaoke. And the fans freak out about it because, of course, it's Pat Green doing karaoke. How cool is that? Or Jack Ingram or Randy Rogers or Jamie Lynn Wilson. So it's an experience, especially for the Red Dirt Americana fans they're not going to get anywhere else. Yeah, so, and, and, and you can feel it. They're having a good time in QS. Yeah. Staff's having a good time. I know you guys are working hard. Yeah. And again, I don't know how your staff's going to pull this off from <laughs> January 17th, 21st, Rock Island Fest, Mile Zero Fest. And then... They're confident. We got they're about, ready. We've got about five minutes left. Let's talk about the third show. Yeah, baby. January 31st through February 4th. And that's going to be the Key Western Fest. KeyWesternFest.com. You can go f- check that out. And again, that's got names like Clint Black, Sarah Evans, the Oak Ridge boys who yeah. I grew up with, Clay Ooh, Walker, uh, Dina Carter. This is again, so if you go to your earlier festival, I'm going to 
confuse people here. Go back to the first one, Rock Island Fest, with a lot of the old uh, 80s rock, 80s rock that yeah. we all know and love. And this is going to go to the country that we know and love. You'll know every word to these songs as well. So you kind of got the same thing in the country version, and that's going to be really cool. It's new. I have, this is this is the first time here Brand for QS inaugural, right? Um, same kind of thing you mentioned. I'm from Yukon, Oklahoma. Grew up playing in a band, and these are the bands when I was in high school in the early 90s um, and in college in the mid 90s. These are the bands that we were playing. We knew yeah. every single one of these songs, and and now to get to produce this show and to have them in Key West and to have fans like me. We literally, a lot of the staff have just been saying, look, love Rock Island. And of course, Mile Zero is the baby. But this is like, you know, this is the hot new girlfriend. And holy cow, <laughs> we, uh, we're looking for people to take our spot here. Well, it's keywesternfest.com. You heard the names. Uh, it's, uh, I guess you could just walk in and know every song. These yeah. people, to me, I always look at like rock legends and people, even contemporary people today, and I'm a big music fan. And I, I grew up in church when I was young. You wouldn't know it now, but I grew up in church. <laughs> and I always kind of think, it's kind of a weird- Drink lith- your whiskey. Yeah, so uh, weird litmus test. But I always kind of think, you know, like Axl Rose, probably one of the most- Un, you know, unappreciated greatest rock bands of all time, in my opinion, is Guns N' Roses. Had a seven octave voice, right? right. And um, you're like, Brett, why are you talking about Axl Rose? We're talking about Key Western Fest. I, there's a reason. Hang on. Uh, Axl starts singing, and he's like, he's got a seven octave voice. Only like opera singers have that, right? Mason, did you know that? No, she doesn't know who Axl Rose is. Uh, so uh, he starts singing. I'm like, would Axl Rose hold up in church, right? Like if he went up and started singing like a church hymn or something, or some even contemporary people, I'm kind of joking about Axl Rose because no, but he's he's such he's got this incredible voice, but it's not like the con- traditional beautiful voice. And I hear other contemporary people on the radio and music that I like, and I'm like, yeah, they. they when you hear these people live that are coming to Key Western Fest, um, those are voices that you're like, there's no, that's why they're famous. It didn't matter right. what they did. It, uh, you know, it wasn't like they went on American Idol and maybe got through or somebody just, there was no way they couldn't be famous with voices like that. It's just, when you talk about Clint Black, Sarah Evans, I, I've talked to Dina Carter before when she was here before and interviewed Amazing her, voice. went and heard her like in Key West Theater and she, like the hair, the, the goosebumps or chill bumps, whatever the kids call it now, standing up on you these voices i mean if you go to this show you're going to just be kind of almost like a spiritual uh, emotional like high right well and you know clearly we're trying to create unique experiences when with the with the shows we're putting together you can find some of these bands together two and three of them you can find them individually around the country playing i'm not aware of a I'll call it 90s Nashville country, a 90s classic country. Mm-hmm. I'm not aware of a show that has 25 plus all together, especially on a two by four mile island in a destination mm-hmm. city like Key West. So we're extremely proud of it. And and again, the, the lineup speaks for itself. Um, super proud of the name Key Western Fest. Thought that was a pretty, uh, pretty unique name. Hey. Give a shout out to Jamie Lynn Wilson, one of our Mile Zero Festers. For years, she was saying, let's get Key Weird and uh, yeah, let's get Key Western <laughs> and was like, hmm. So I called her and said, what, are you cool with Key Western Fest as a festival name? You know, I feel like I, I don't want you to think that I robbed. She's like, hell no, let's go. You know, so that's awesome. She's going to stay after Mile Zero and do Key Western as well. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, just an amazing talent and voice. Yeah. Well, you you're, it's Jamie Lynn. And you're always so modest and and gracious about your staff. I Again, I can't imagine what you are, uh, as we come up on the last few minutes here, again, your staff 
uh, and team and production team and sound and just coordinating hotels and buses. And the, I, don't, I don't know how you do it. One show, three, back to back to back and, yeah. and, and what that means to Key West and what we're going to see. Uh, again, if you want to give your staff a shout out, by all means, that's incredible. There's there's way too many to name for sure. Um, but we've got, if you come to the show and uh, you'll see uh, production shirts on people and, and just talk to them. They're so excited to be able to share what their experience is. And there's not anybody that works for the festivals that doesn't do it for the right reason. And that's because we all love music. First and foremost, we were talking a little bit earlier about what an amazing job this is, what a great career this is. And every single one of our people live it and love it. And, um, and we're thrilled to get to do it back at you. You don't ever talk about yourself. You're always self deprecating. And mine's legit. My stuff does take care of me. They are like, let the, let the dummy get on his podcast from Babylon, but we'll just do the hard work. Accomplished a few things. So, uh, but no, they're great. And, um, I can't wait, uh, for all three of these shows. I really can't. I mean, I, I, you know, we're doing podcasts, pumping it up. Of course I am. Cause I'm going to be at all three. That's all we need. We need more time. time. Well, you're a regular. We'll have you back on, uh, the last couple minutes. Listeners were about over 30 minutes. I'm going to keep Kyle on for about two minutes. If you guys will listen in, I know you're not going to turn it off. This is really cool. It's really fun. Uh, Kyle, we're going to be at all three shows. We've got them all coming up. Uh, first off, first off, from January 17th to about February 4th, yeah. you're expected to have perfection and juggle chainsaws, do three different festivals. Yeah. What are you going to be doing on February 5th? Uh, probably uh, balancing checkbooks. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, to, to wind this thing down and uh, to uh, in the business called striking, to strike the thing, it's a, it's a whole lot. Uh, but, but that's the fun time. We get to start reading uh, everybody who's going back home and they're sad because they're missing it, but yeah. they're ready for next year. And so, yeah, it takes it takes a few weeks to get the, the thing uh, wrapped up. But look, I live in Key West. I couldn't be more thrilled to be here. Uh, I love the love the city. I love the people in the city. And I love getting to work here and do these festivals here. Yeah. And I hope I get to do it for another 100 years. I think it shows and people know it. Um, if they want to know more about you and, and what you do, there's a, you have a company called uh, Mako Moco. Mako Moco. And Mary Alyssa Kyle organized in Monroe County. Mako Moco. It's a little shark, you know. So. And that website's new. It's going to be updated and some things happening with it. We have a sister company, some people I know very well. Uh, that have been helping out with that website. So if they want to go to that website, where, where's that at now? Yeah, makeomoko.com. It's uh, really basic, but yeah, you guys have been awesome to work with. And uh, we get these shows behind us. We'll start working on, I don't think we, you know, I don't know. I'm not one to give a bio, but uh, I think we're we're being hounded to do bios. So All right. next time we'll talk more about Makeomoko, the box office function, the marketing and email and and uh, speaking with all the consumers and, uh, and beyond. What does that mean, real quick? last minute what does mako moco do for key west do for music what, what, what do you guys do yeah so when i came to town there wasn't a, a, a there wasn't number one there wasn't a mako moco type company there wasn't even an amphitheater yet but craig kate said we're gonna get it built and i right. said okay we'll bring a show quite literally it was sand at the time in 16 and 17 but i was looking for a company i, I met nadine and we've got the keys and so this is a services based company that uh, that says we'll do this and this there wasn't anybody to contract with hotels there wasn't anybody to set up transportation there wasn't anybody to work deals with the furies of the world to where we could build this full experience mako moco was a company that says brit you want to have a festival yeah what are you into cali reggae deal here's the 35 things that mako moco can do for you from hiring talent to hiring sound and light so you you 
actually help someone put on a festival yeah, or a show. That's because people don't realize until you try it, unless you really want to lose a lot of money if you don't know what you're doing. And Even I've known a lot of people who've done doing, it. Yeah. You're going to lose money the first time. Yeah. <laughs> and I know some people who have done it many a times uh, and have kept me from doing it because I wanted to. I'm like, I'll put yeah. on. I did a small version of it one time at, uh, down at Kelly's and uh, I lost money, but we had fun with it. But it was a very small, we, we, were, we could afford to lose money because it wasn't a lot. Uh, probably couldn't afford that either. But uh, from a grand scale, I don't think people realize what goes into all the things you just mentioned for a yeah, show. So you could act, I've never even heard that someone, because you're kind of, it kind of doesn't make sense to me. I'm a selfish competitor. I'm like, well, you're going to help people compete against right. you putting on shows, but you're actually but, helping people put shows well, on. You could say, hey, my best friends are these five boy bands, uh-huh. but I don't know the t- ticketing function, the box office. I don't have people to answer the phones or the email. I don't know how to put together the graphics for the marketing. I don't know how to hire the sound and light company. I don't know who to talk to about on and on and on all the service and rentals and there's a boatload of pieces Man. to a festival and we'll do those for you make them uncle will do them for you and let you do what you do all right. Well, I, I got plenty of names and things I want to bring down. Yeah. Uh, Bree and Kelly will tell you too. I, I call them. I'm like, hey, bring this person. Leave us alone. Just like leave us alone. Like we don't yeah. care who you like. Like you, you've texted us enough, but nothing really. They they put up with me too. Um, Kyle, I can't wait. So, uh, Rock it's Island Fest, Mile Zero Fest, Key Western Fest, all coming up back to back to back. January seventeenth, all those shows running uh, simultaneously, like back to back, two days Fe- apart. February fourth is the last date. Uh, you can look at. We've talked about it on the show. Look them all up. Yep. I won't go through it again. We're out of time. But Kyle Carter, you'll come back with us soon. Anytime, After baby. February 4th, we'll get you back on here. Thanks, everybody. I appreciate what you do for Key West and, and what you bring to the island for us. Thank you. Thanks, Brett. All right. Well, for your listeners, thank you as well. We'll catch up with you next week on a new show. Thanks so much.